Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. We've got co-host McCoffee Pants. That's not my name. <laughs> Sorry. Might as well be. Coffee McCoffee Pants. <laughs> it's okay, fine. Hello. Of the New Jersey <laughs> Cough Pants. Prestigious uh, family there in the, in the Jersey. Uh, our, our senior shadow puppet correspondent, uh, Sir Ivan Wysocki. Hello. In, in the studio. Greetings, humans. Uh, <laughs> glad to have you there. And uh, <laughs> we, have, uh, we have upgraded Phil. Uh, <laughs> we have traded him in. Gotten, uh, For the newer, cooler n- model. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think when Phil married you, he downgraded himself, right? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> we never thought of it like that. Hot take. <laughs> sorry, Phil. Uh, he's fine. Sorry, not uh, sorry. <laughs> we have, we have uh, uh, Amanda Zorschak is joining us. Hello. Wait a minute. No, that sounded like I insulted you, and I realized yeah. that, and I've taken a lot of cold medicine, and I would like to go on record and say that I was making fun of Phil and absolutely not you, because you're cooler. Record revised. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I mean, she's, she would... She she settled, <laughs> which I guess you have to kind of make some choices about. Uh, but so did so did a lot of people. So you know, you're good. Uh, he's not going to be able to listen to this one, is he? Oh no, he he knew what was coming. <laughs> I mean, he, he knew will. The score. He'll cry, hmm. but he'll listen to. Yeah, right. there'll be there'll be some self loathing. Want to want to say hi to Phil, uh, hi, who's Phil. our normal co co host. Co-host. Co-host of the co-host. Uh, but he's he has in a car accident today. He's fine. Uh, he is fine. But so hope His you car is also fine. He's good. It's yeah. fine. Whatever. He's, our, uh, he's alive. That's cool, right? That's, I think yes. he's, he's really been making a bigger deal out of this than he needs to. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the Facebook post was just way over the oh. top. Really? Like, Every time something gets a car accident, they have to post about it on Facebook. God, you know? like, like vague book much? As uh. he was typing it, I was like, can you please call your mom and tell her first? Because she's going to flip a bucket if she sees it on Facebook before she hears from <laughs> Oh, him. my God. That is so true. And Guys. then he called his mom, and it happens to be like uh, his entire family sitting in the room together, and they're like, oh, yeah. my God. Philly, you're on speaker. <laughs> That's awesome. I almost died. Uh, also going to give a shout out to uh, to John, one of our listeners. It's his birthday today. Oh, happy, happy birthday, John. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, John. Happy birthday. Uh, is it today or t- like it, Thursday? No, no, no. It is actually today. I only know because Facebook told me it's his birthday. Okay. So happy it's birthday. birthday. It's uh, on his yeah, but we're we're doing it on when his birthday, right? The fact that it took him two days to listen to it, is unless not. he's on the Twitch stream, right? Yeah, now. that's not our fault. That's true. We are <laughs> streaming live. We are streaming live on Twitch. Cool. We just didn't tell anybody. Nope. Which cool. was which is for the best because I really would prefer <laughs> that some of those things that were said not be repeated or shared. <laughs> Luckily, it's the internet, so once Special, it's gone, it's especially gone. Especially all that anti-Semitic stuff you were spouting out earlier. Oh, do yeah, not. It's pretty embarrassing. Do actually. not even joke about that shit. <laughs> I got enough reasons to have people hate me. I don't need to give them fake ones. They've That's got plenty fair. of real ones. Um, did any of you guys any of you guys see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? Did Not yet. No. No, I was busy dying this weekend. Well, that was your fault. <laughs> yeah, I was also busy like trying to predict my husband's car accident. <laughs> well, apparently, I was really hard on that. Apparently, you failed. I did fail. <laughs> so no, I didn't see it. But I think I'm going to take a solo date for lunch this week and go see a matinee. Oh my yeah. god! Can I just? Can I just? That was the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. That's what I've heard. Really? Period. Period. Like, I mean, I thought Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, it was is absolutely number two, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was just phenomenal. That was the uh, animated one, right? Yep. That's yep. awesome. I, wow. Uh, so go see it, people. Thank God. Uh, finally a good one. Right. Oh, Homecoming was great. Aw. <laughs> no? That's adorable. <laughs> you didn't like Homecoming? Aww. I don't like any Spider-Man movie. I, wow. I like Tobey Maguire. I like him as a person and as an actor. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, where are we going with this? Because, <laughs> but I don't like anything else about Spider-Man. Wow. Oh. 
Sorry. That's, that's cold. Yeah, well. Who's the, who's the comedian that does the bit about how Spider-Man is actually the worst superhero because he's only good... He's only good in, in cities where he can use the buildings to get around. But if you put him out in the middle of Nebraska. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's actually every comedian ever. I think everyone's got a bit about how awful Spider-Man is. Wow. We got a lot of hate coming over here. I didn't realize we were. All right. We're going to keep okay. it together. Speaking of things that Amanda hates, which I feel like is probably a pretty long list now that I think about it. I'm a very bitter person. Uh, uh, we got a, a new Magic the Gathering novella coming to us from the Brandon Sanderson. So I I would like those of you in the room who are bigger Magic the Gathering fans than I to explain to me how you write a story based on a card game. Well, it's not actually this based is on a card game. And I, might I just cut you off? Yeah, no, no, so no, 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 please. And, I, and again, go ahead, I, go ahead, man. And again, I, I know I sounded like I was being very Throw cynical like right there. Spread and like in my hands all like awkwardly placed <laughs> and be like, man, look, look, <laughs> sweetheart, well, look. actually, sweetheart. Well, actually, <laughs> okay. First of all, calm down. <laughs> Uh, Am I being a fantasy story? Am I being a little hysterical? (laughs) Just, yes. Uh, It's actually a fantasy story. Okay. And the card game has fantasy aspects that include the characters from, like, the story. So the stories are basically written written around these characters and these different, like, situations that happen in the card game. Okay. That makes more sense. And there's, like, this lore that is surrounding the card game as well. Gotcha. And for the record here, a very, very deep lore. Yeah. Uh, for those that, pr- that choose to go down this particular rabbit hole. How deep is your lore? Uh, on <laughs> Magic the Gathering, not, <laughs> not, not deep at all. Uh, <laughs> but there are, I mean, there is a theme and a story that each set tells, which is mm-hmm. in and of itself decently impressive, I think. Um, so that, you know, the, and the cards and everything around it is all all comes from the theme. They actually take Magic the Gathering and they start with the theme and then they build the cards and the abilities and the Planeswalker, all of the stuff around it comes from that central theme and tells a part of that story, um, which is in and of itself a really impressive feat for, for a card game um, and a lore that goes, I think, in a lot of ways goes, I mean, every bit as deep as, as you know, the only other logical, I think, comparison you can make would be something like Pokemon, which also has a lore that I don't really feel... I don't think goes as deep. How, but if there was a how Poke- deep is Pokemon's lore? <laughs> really, I can't even sing about that. It's <laughs> how deep is Pokemon's lore? Very, actually. Right. Uh, and if there was if there was a hardcore Pokemon fan in here, they would be screaming and cursing that Magic the Gathering doesn't have a tenth of the lore of Pokemon so or something cute. like that. Uh, to which I'm I'm gonna tell you, look, Magic was here first, so sit right. down, child. It has been around forever, and I can admit because I'm not afraid to do that because I am who I am. I did have an Infect deck, so I did nice. play at one this? point in time uh, within my life. Okay. About. That seems likely. <laughs> within the span of my life, I sometimes played. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. All right. I mean, because the thing's been around since about 93. So I started playing probably about eight years ago, and my string of playing lasted about six months. Mm, that's a stand. That, that's a, so Magic the Gathering actually infects people. Uh, and you yeah, get addicted I honestly for a little just while found the community to be really toxic. I, yeah, Ooh. yeah. So I just stopped playing. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. That's yeah, yeah. If you especially uh, for women. Uh, yeah, no. If you mm. get into the competitive in the competitive scene of Magic the Gathering is. And I did. I built a really toxic. nice deck. I spent three or four hundred dollars on it. I really invested in time and money and. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's the case. Yeah. Uh, toxic dork masculinity strikes again. Yeah, well, in Magic the Gathering, it is particularly. I mean, it's not. Well, we talked about this. I mean, Eli talked about this when we did our Magic the Gathering yeah. episode. And and to be fair, they're just 
they're just kind of toxic, period. Like, they're not terribly nice to anyone. So I guess... Including themselves. Right. Mm. They're not nice to each other. They're not nice to themselves. They're not nice to women, men, minorities. I mean, I don't know if they're... I don't, I don't what actually, do you know about any of that, Al? Well, and I actually, I actually <laughs> wonder... I do actually wonder, though, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I don't know if you could ascribe that to toxic masculinity other than the fact that they're male. Right. Because, like... It's it's just a rough group. I mean, right. they're just not terribly nice. There are exceptions, and I played with, especially if you get on the more if you're on the more casual side, you do things like uh, uh, drafts, you know, with something a bit more. Yeah, that, those guys tend to be a little more chill, and you can find some really great people in there. But once you step over in the constructed competitive piece, where you actually build your own deck and walk in and put your deck versus someone else's, that's when the shit does not. It becomes really stressful. It yeah. really does. It really does. And I spent a lot of time building my deck and a lot of time playing and it was not rewarding. So what, I mean, what, what kind of negative situations do you run into? Is it just like sore loser situations? Do they make fun of your deck? One of the biggest things is that like people just don't know how to lose. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a common problem in a lot of gaming, but specifically in magic. Well, there's sore losers and then there's also sore winners. And then there's also like when you're playing the game, it takes a bit of time to think and consider. And the other side, uh, if the other guy on the other side particularly happens to be uh, a faster player than you or more whatever, right. then they start to like taunt really you. taunt to pressure to do the like a bunch of. It actually looks very very similar uh, if you see the guys on World Series of Poker. Um, if you ever watched like they watch them on TV or whatever, the mm-hmm. guys that are assholes, but on TV they try to play them off as more like cooler than it actually is. So right. they're like they'll do things like physical things to distract you, or they'll do like like the when lab- they're like like playing with their chips and like exactly. all that like yeah. Okay. One of the one of the most famous things you'll see Magic the Magic the Gathering players do is they'll take their cards and they'll like mm-hmm. just kind of because you have up to seven cards in your hand and they'll flip the, between those cards. It's all face down, but they basically do a quick shuffle between their two hands, and it makes a very specific noise. And that noise is going. I mean, and it doesn't sound loud when they start it. It's terrifying. But after a while, it just it really starts to ramp up the pressure. And these things do. I mean, to be clear here, you can make as much playing Magic professionally as you can playing World Series of Poker. Yeah, you can make a stupid amount of money. And just like World Series of Poker, everybody who sits down and thinks that they know how to play all of a sudden thinks or you know basically does the equivalent of walking in wearing sunglasses to a casual poker game. (laughs) Uh, I I think the other thing I really hated about the community is that um, cards, they're purchasable. And people with money purchase the best cards for their deck. And sometimes decks that you're going against, you could have a basic deck and you're going against somebody with a broken deck. And for the first couple times, yeah, it's it's fun still because you're playing a game and you're having a good time. But after a while, it just becomes old because you're playing against people who have played for ages and they've and got amazing have, decks. Well, and who have decks that, I mean, three $400 is mm-hmm. a good deck, but you can easily build a deck that costs four digits without Oof, breaking yeah. a sweat. I mean, mm-hmm. 60 card deck, And people do, and it's crazy. So it becomes like less fun only because it's basically like a play to win. Right. So if you, but if you, but in, defense of, the ma- but in defense of Magic the Gathering, there is also a lot of really good stuff that you can find there. And especially if, mm-hmm. again, get out of the constructed, 
do the drafts, do the things where you show up. You don't have to have any, pre- any previous experience. And if you get out of the competitive side, you'll have a lot of folks that will. When I would playing, when I was playing draft, especially when I, was, when I was still earlier on in it, I would have guys that would stop me and go, "Hey, actually, you don't want to do this. You want to do this." And they would correct me and offer me a little bit of help as you go through. Because the max you're going to win on a draft game is like a couple packs of cards, which is like maybe a ten, twelve dollar prize, as opposed to the hundreds of not thousands of dollars that a professional Magic the player can win. So that tends to be a whole lot easier, a whole lot less stressful. So if you're interested in doing it, go that route. Or again, the Magic the Gathering Arena app uh, that you can download for free is phenomenal. Hmm. Uh, and it's all the fun of Magic the Gathering without any of that yep. that stuff. Just a couple quick questions here since I haven't I haven't personally played Magic the Gathering at all, but I know it's a fairly popular game, obviously. There's professional um, but with the problems being as common as y'all talk about with the kind of like the negative attitude of the players, do they have like standing rules or just kind of like unspoken rules that, you know, don't be a dick while you're playing Absolutely. Or do and people it, like get ostracized just because like this guy's a dick. We know he's a dick. We're not gonna let you play anymore. I don't care how much money you put down, how much your entry fee, you're, you're just, you're banned. Get the fuck out of here. You know? It, it kind of depends. So if you're, if you are playing in a, uh, in a, you're usually playing in a local gaming store. Uh, and most of them will have will ban toxic behavior. The problem is that very very little of this behavior is you know somebody standing across from you going, well you're terrible just because you're a woman and women can't play. You know that's not usually that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's a lot of little things. It's things like the card shuffle. It's yep. things like that. You need to go. You need to go. You need to go. Nothing that on its face is terrible, right. but starts to build into that community. And unfortunately, it kind of did affect that culture a little bit. I was going to say is like it, it, I don't know if they kind of the p- players police themselves. Like it's, you go, you walk into these tournaments and you know this guy he loves to do the shuffle thing because he's been playing it while he's playing against a bunch of noobs. But it goes into my second question: like, do they have tiered like playing? Ranges. I mean, you, you said about going in there with, with like basic a basic well, deck, and you're up against you know somebody else who's who's got you know like you know four digits going in their cards, like trying to play you know black ops as a noob, and you're going against these you know right. four star general type players. You're like, yeah. well, I played for ten seconds and I'm shot three thousand times. You know, right. it's like what's so the that, point? So that really <laughs> again, that depends on the gaming store. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them will have. Um, different nights for different types of things. So you'll see the nights when they have a competitive. Uh, actually, um, props to uh, uh, Cool Stuff Games because Cool Stuff Games actually does a pretty good job. They do, um, and they now. offer a draft option, which is great because right. the draft op- option really is better for people that are newer at the game. Absolutely. It evens um, the playing field, right? Right, because everybody, yeah, everybody's getting random. access to the same to the same stack of cards. And again, and look, and, and part of me says, look, if you're going to step into the competitive side of this thing, just like if you step into the competitive side, it's not exclusive to Magic, you step into the competitive side of just about any hobby, oh, yeah. you're going to find the folks that are not fucking around mm-hmm. and who are going to be merciless and who aren't going to be terribly kind about it. That, unfortunately, doesn't. that's not a masculine or a feminine thing. That's just what happens when you get to a certain level of competition, unfortunately. Magic seems to get a little nastier, a little bit farther down the amateur ladder yeah. than some other stuff. But, I mean, a lot of them will also, so I think uh, one of the bonus points that has come around uh, with a lot of the rise of, of women and women's voices in a lot of other areas, including geek culture, is that I think there's now a much, much better chance that even those smaller things, you're going to get a better chance that somebody next to him is going to go, dude, stop it. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, like mm-hmm. you'll get a little bit more of that. It is a hell of a lot better than it was eight, ten years ago. Right. Um, and it has improved. And I don't I don't want to I don't want to just, you know, dog it like there is absolutely some some progress. That's true. There is a lot of progress. So uh, anyway, but back Thanks to this piece here. <laughs> uh, so Magic the Gathering has got 
so they does have the deep lore, and you'll find a lot of books on Magic the Gathering. If you're not really into Magic the Gathering, don't read the books. You're not going to enjoy them. Uh, well, no, but, but, uh, but on the other hand, could the books help you get into Magic the Gathering? Maybe if you like not, the, the lore and the stories, then you'd be more interested in playing the game. I don't know that you're going to... Here's the thing. Most of those books, I would equate to like when they make books based on video games. You know what I mean? Like the, you're not usually going to get a top tier Mortal Kombat, the novel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there, it's is there awful. an amazing story to be told in Mortal Kombat? Absolutely. But you're going to have to get the right author. And I just don't see Stephen King going, all right, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not, but that's basically what's happened here. Cause Brandon Sanderson, who is a giant in the, uh, fantasy world. Uh, wait, sorry is a writer of great renown. You can't say a giant <laughs> in the fantasy world because that may... He's that not a literal yeah, giant. Yeah, like he's a literal giant. <laughs> uh, but who is uh, very well known in the fantasy writing circles uh, as a big fan of Magic the Gathering and decided to write his own little yes. novella. Uh, and it's called Children of the Nameless. Uh, and you can actually... We'll have it linked there so you can check it out for yourself. But Sanderson is a really strong author. I thought this was interesting because what Sanderson is, is known for is actually creating his own stuff. He actually has, uh, famously, if you're into this particular type of thing, written uh, a, a whole bunch around creating magic systems. So when you see Ooh. the rules and regs around how you create a magic system and everything from like Harry Potter's magic system versus mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings versus even something like um, uh, uh, Supernatural, the TV show, like there's a whole bunch of different ways and how these magic systems work. And he's done a whole bunch with it because he creates his own from the ground up and does an amazing job at it in his original novels. That's awesome. Um, so that's where I thought it was really weird that he would be stepping in to do something for Magic the Gathering because he doesn't typically operate, I think, as strongly in a predetermined world. Um, Sanderson was actually uh, really well known for picking up Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series after Robert Jordan passed. Yeah. Um, basically, if you imagine the, his good... Actually, George, uh, uh, Robert Jordan was his good friends or was good friends with... George R. R. Martin, who's of course wrote the Game of Thrones series, and and there's been a lot of comparisons made by people who are rather tactless uh, as to whether or not George R. R. Martin doesn't finish his novels uh, before he passes. And Sanderson was brought in to finish writing Robert Jordan's, and actually wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah, for probably, George R. R. Martin, probably not. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so there's that. You can find the link. We'll actually have the link on our on our website here, so you can go check it out. You can see the first chapter of the novella for those who are interested in it. Yes. In that particular case, though, he actually was given artistic liberty to create his own characters. He was. He right. absolutely was. But just the it, even that much is still, I, I think, a little surprising that he would do it. I mean, mm-hmm. if he really enjoys it and writing something in the universe, and you're right, they kind of gave him, he got to create his own Planeswalker, uh, mm-hmm. which is, again, for those for those who appreciate what that means, <laughs> it's very cool. And for those who don't, don't worry about it. It is very cool. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, up next. Oh, by the way, we're doing it this week in B-roll. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're doing this week. Yay. We're doing it this yeah, week we're in doing robots. Uh, if, if that <laughs> isn't obvious now. Right, we're just <laughs> rambling right out the goddamn gate. Uh, next piece. This thing was so goddamn cool. <laughs> so um, I need this in my life yes, yes. for multiple reasons. This robot is so goddamn cool. <laughs> At the moment. Uh, for now. The implications are terrifying. So here's what they did. They, I don't know how, so they took... Science. They did something, and I don't know. <laughs> they science, dude. They science the Mad. hell out of this thing, right? Uh, so they they took the a plant and they somehow wired into that plant's like cellular structure, mm-hmm. and then they took that and hooked it up to a little circuit board uh, and attached the whole plant to a little little 
motorized vehicle. Motorized thing. It's not big. I mean, it's just a couple inches across. They, ba- they basically gave the plant an external brain. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Well, they took it's the plant's like internal plant, brain. Roomba. Yeah. Yeah. They it's like DJ Roomba. <laughs> In summary, they scienced. They yeah. scienced the hell out of it. So... <laughs> What plant ha- robots is what we're trying to say, folks. <laughs> plant robots. They are. And so the, what happens here is the plant then was given to, was giving a light that was you know, giving out sunlight, and the plant drove itself towards the sunlight. Like Wait. it m- moved itself. That's insane. So it looks like, so I'm just looking at this picture here. I, I wish I would have read the article better, but it, it seems like they, they put like a sensor in the plant. They and did. As, a, as it detected... Um, the sunlight getting used up by the plant, it's obviously generating no. food for itself. No. No. No, they didn't. No, the plant has uh-uh. that built into it. Well, like I, if you, no, if no, you, no, you no. watch Don't a plant photosynthesis, bro. No, no. Left to right, you, you, they tapped into the, the sensor, like the, the, the naturally the occurring the, sensor. So, okay, so, no, no, so what, but, but no, when you see. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, the plant's doing its own thing. Right. They have the sensor monitoring that. And they can see what side of the plant is getting the sun, and they can well, turn the plant. Well, but it's the, not. The sun. Well, but it's not about the plant because if you if you know like if you've ever if you've ever gardened, and I'm going to sound like a, let if me push I've my ever let me push my glasses up here. <laughs> if you've ever gardened before in your life, <laughs> let me do it for you. Do you even botany? Do you even <laughs> botany, bro? I, I do actually. But but you'll notice that so so I have plants on my porch, and I have mm-hmm. like only it's you know only a, a certain like you know, let's call it western facing or right. whatever, and so the plants on my porch generally all grow in one direction right. because they naturally mm-hmm. plants will naturally reach toward the light so to, to gather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're, they're in a non-rotatable, you know what I mean? <gasps> it's a planner. And then they just, they're all kind of like, hello Hi, to the son. sun. It's, it's neat. <laughs> but all my plants are like doing the wave. All right. On my porch. It's actually kind of awesome. But I think that's what he was saying. Well, but yeah, so that, so because yeah. of that natural thing, whatever that is, Dude, she just hardcore woman's playing. Photosynthesis. They hooked that up Eat to it. a motor. They hooked that part of the plant's brain, if you will, mm-hmm. up to a motor. And then instead of the plant just going, hey, it went and drove itself towards the okay. light. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. Was like, what did they, I'm sorry. What did the plant do? <laughs> okay. Come on. I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think about like, what of it two ways. It's either it's detecting how much, you know, photosynthesis is going on and can turn the plant based on what side the plant's, you know, getting the nutrients, or it just sees the shift in weight of the plant as the plants start to tilt toward the sun, and then it turns... Well, it's getting... I think the main piece here is it's the plant directing the ro- directing the, right. ro- the wheels. Right, right. It's, it's responding to stimuli from, from the light, right. which is which is awesome that they're able to, to read that. So this is terrifying for multiple reasons. Oh number my God, one, yes. Number one, obviously... All my okay, like, are going to come take like, over ro- Yeah, house. robot yes. uprising, but then number two, now we got a <laughs> robot uprising Now we have to plant. worry about a plant uprising, okay, yeah. because now the plants are like, oh my God, we can be mobile? Unless... <laughs> they're going to run away. Unless... <laughs> Uh, zombie apocalypse. Plants versus point, zombies. We have, yeah, we have documented evidence oh, that man. the plants will be effective. That, that's yes, a, it's we all actually over. have two versions of the documented evidence. Right. <laughs> on several different <laughs> systems. All, all over the place. I've actually, I've actually participated in the documentary I and the research well. around there. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty effective. It was. So, yeah. It worked. So, uh, uh, that's terrifying though. That is just so cool, but so, so terrifying. Absolutely horrifying. Um, Speaking I, of other terrifying things. This is. No, that's actually pretty cool. This is hilarious. <laughs> So I don't know. He's kind of terrifying. China, China wanted in on the MCU thing. So good um, job. He's, they're catching up. Something like that. <laughs> He's uh, getting there, there. There's a new movie translated roughly as Armored Warfare God. Uh, and so they basically. <laughs> I thought you said Armored Warfare Guy, and I was like, that's the uh, best. God, right. <laughs> this Iron Man Armored Warfare Guy. 
you know. <laughs> it's not that far off. So you can, you can see the trailer, and you really should. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, we'll, we'll get a link up to it, or if you don't feel like waiting or finding it, just, just Google a Chinese Iron Man, and you'll see the, the video there. <sighs> and this thing is such a blatant ripoff <laughs> of Iron Man. It's beautiful. It is. Like, I'm not even mad. <laughs> not even a little bit. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bootleg this so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so hard. I can't wait to torrent the crap out of this It's even got the movie. identical hero landing. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and I love... Did, ca- did you catch this? Because I, I now pay attention to this shit, and it's all the show's fault. Uh, the score. Did you see how close it, the score oh, was? Oh, yeah. Like, it yep, was... That was like typical movie trailer score. Well, not just that. It was like movie... Very marvel like, arm- yeah, yeah, very Iron Man. Like, it was, I think, one or two notes off from being... Like, just the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It actually reminded me, if I could pull this one for you, it was random here. Uh, uh, the, the Daily Show has a segment, Back in Black, yeah. with, 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 Jack, with, uh, with Jack Black. Nope. Different. <laughs> no, nope. different Not Lewis Black. Different, different guy. Lewis Black. Lewis Black, yeah. Different well, they one. do the Back in Black, but they'll do the ACDC... Yeah. Like initial four notes, mm-hmm. and then they'll change the last two notes, so it's not technically the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this movie did. That's exactly <laughs> what this did. Like the score was like ba 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 ba, and it actually bothered me because I was like, no, do it right, no, do it right. Like it's like they're trying to do the same thing, but they can't because there's something broken in their instrument. So they're like, it's accidentally different, but we actually wanted to copy you. Oh my god! Oh my god! It is embarrassingly similar to yeah. what's going on here. Well, but the, only, the other like embarrassing thing about this trailer is just how many times there's a female in the background of the scene going, there was so much lady screaming. Yeah, so much lady screaming. I swear we don't Whoa. do that. What, what, you totally forgot about the other chick with her armored suit, like kicking ass. Yeah, but she had like a plastic, like bunny Halloween mask. mask on. Yeah, right. Like, Did you see? No, no, but that elastic last, band but listen, doesn't count. There's no, no, no. They, no she got that. her own armor later on. Good like she got. There was a part in the scene right? where she got her own armor, and she screamed with it on too. She, she did. Well, yeah, she had duh. a more. She had a less high pitch and more of like a. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of an homage to Storm. It's more like a gurgle. Yeah, she had a lady gurgle. A lady gurgle. All right. That's that's what she had. Uh, what I actually did appreciate, too, is at the very end there, you saw, like, the very end of the trailer, the girl who's clearly a bad guy at some point. She's in a darker room, and she's her eyes suddenly open, and you see the little pink thing start to go, and I'm like, yes. well, that is a spoiler. Like, yes. Somewhere, there's, a, there's some guy in China who's just freaking the hell out from that, like... It's like, oh, my God, did you see that? It's going to mean something. I don't know. Um... What's what's confusing to Oh my me? god, she's armored lady god. Right. <laughs> armored armored warfare goddess. Um, they did it again. What's what I think is the most is the most blatant though. Is, so this is based on uh, Sun Wukong, who which I'm just I want to apologize to anyone of who's ever like seen a picture of China because that was insulting to their entire culture. <laughs> Thank I've you. I've seen a few and I'm definitely uh, insulted. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. My Mandarin is not yeah. great. <laughs> uh, point is, it actually comes. So there's the 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 Legend of the Monkey King, which is a very 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 famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Netflix character in Chinese just folklore. put out a new uh, Monkey King movie. Oh, they, they lo- and in the original folklore, it is literally a monkey. And in most iterations, it's literally a monkey. This time, it's a guy in an Iron Man suit with a, is, with a kind of monkey looking face. Sort of, kind of like they. It's just but like, it's very animated looking, right? Right. And I'm like, you can't. You it's didn't the even, nose cut out that gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look yeah. At that nose. Yeah. You'd, it's like a V shape. It's the iron <laughs> Iron Monkey. 
The iron, like, iron I guess monkey thing. Golden even, iron monkey. You didn't even try, China. Like you didn't. Like even, the mask closes the same way as Iron Man. Everything about the, the knee suit. pads are the same. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and the heart. Did thing. you notice the sound as like the suit was generating itself, like on? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like the <laughs> like like it does, and it did also sound quite a bit. By the way, coming back to your concern about the the women, the portrayal of women in this movie, <laughs> very similar. That's enough of that, pretty please. <laughs> to the early '90s X-Men cartoon. No, actually, it actually reminded me of. Go back and watch the first Iron Man. Not progressive. Right. Uh, Tr- accurate. So I think really this movie right. is just really truly paying an homage to the original <laughs> Iron Man, complete with the uh, you know maybe not as forward thinking and its role. Well, China's all about honor, and so maybe this is just to honor. There the we first go. Iron this Man movie. Oh, thing. this could be yeah. this could be meant to specifically honor that movie. Although, That's a really nice way of looking at I, it. I, I want to be clear You're here. Welcome. I will still watch. <laughs> I'll still watch the shit out of this movie. Oh I yeah. Know. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I think we should review it. I think do the full thing. <laughs> I think in Let's the sequel it. he gets like a sidekick that's like right the black tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to God it has a million arms. A million. Yeah, and then that girl, uh, Lady Gurgles, very, very deep. And then then he he gets his friend War Screwdriver (laughs) (laughs) to come help him out. All right. Oh, God. All right, moving on. Moving. Oh, damn it. I love this so much. I desperately, I saw this photo. Hey. And I stared at it for a while. And then I realized it came out the other side. Did you listen to our show last week? And did you wonder, wow, I bet that getting sprayed by bear spray by a robot is the worst thing that could ever happen to you from a robot. Well, we got the story for you. I'm actually kind of hesitant. When I heard that segment, (laughs) I thought a lot of similar stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of hesitant to put the slide up um, on the YouTubes. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Can we just do a, can we just do a a warning right now? Hey, it's going to be really gross in like two seconds. Not even just really gross. It's really gross. Graphic picture and that's gross. Okay, we're done. So if this isn't cause enough for you to get on board with me, and finally, you know, just accept the fact that we need to destroy the robots before they destroy us. This uh, guy did not accept that. I was going to say, yeah. you, know, you know who doesn't get stabbed by 10 foot long spikes? <sighs> People who welcome the robot apocalypse. So a guy, right, a guy nope, in a oh. porcelain factory. One more time. In a yeah, porcelain factory yeah, of really all places uh, was stabbed by 10 12 inch spikes. Yes, they were a foot long. When a robot Malfunction. And I'm air quoting here. Malfunction. Yeah. Here's the thing. Can I tell you Yo. my problem? My, my biggest problem with this whole thing. Uh, it's a terrible plan on the robots' part because <laughs> what happened here? They is started the, too early. The, well, no. The mechanical arm fell off. It, right. The machine malfunctioned. The mechanical arm broke, and then it stabbed the guy. That's a terrible long-term plan. That's not scalable. You can't just have shit falling off and right. expect to be able to take over. You need the damn arm. Right. You know, like, I get that you can manufacture more and all that stuff. But, but isn't still. it always the nervous one that shoots first? It's true. Yeah. Well, so it's just the nervous robot. That's true. He started we, too early. And we didn't defeat the British in And that's how Han out. didn't do it. Uh, or maybe, no, maybe he was like... No, really yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Nothing. This is, <laughs> Nothing. This is like their Boston Tea Party. <laughs> this is just their start. This, <laughs> this is, is just... This. Well, maybe he got really, he got really hype, right? This is right? a like, shot across the bat. He got really, like, amped up because he heard about his cousin Gary in America. America <laughs> with, doing with the bear spray and he was like, oh man, oh man, oh man. We're going. <laughs> We're getting in there. Go, so, go, go. As he's yelling, Gary. <laughs> dropping it. <laughs> so the arm falls, the 10, 12 inch spikes. So there was also a portion of the story that I really loved. Um, when they, when the doctors got in there and started doing surgical, surgical procedures to remove these spikes, 
they found that he was 0.1 millimeters away from puncturing a major artery. Yeah, and oh, that yeah. had been yeah. point yeah. one fucking. Oh sure, this was an away. accident. Uh huh. No. And again, oh terrible. My God. And this is what I'm talking about. The robots can't be breaking shit off. There's too many factors that come into play. That dude right. can't. That dude, that dude can't use that arm. You know that, right? Oh, it's like actually that, it's actually moving again. Really? Yeah, it's oh, already thought, moving. Oh, I thought that arm was dead. Well, no. one of his arms are moving. I thought it was that one. Yeah, no, <laughs> he'll, 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 Look at the shape of the Could be the robot too. one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So now the robot one. So here, let's lead. Let's lead down the path of how many more Q's than A's we have, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, can I ask? Can I ask the first one here? Yeah. What part of porcelain involves right? twelve inch metal? What do you spike? need to do? What, what are you the doing hell with porcelain? Are you making, that right? was my first question. Like, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? That it's that much of a spike? Like, that's, like, that's not even a little spike. That's a big ass yeah. spike. And porcelain is delicate. Like that's not. That's just gonna break the porcelain. Right. Look right. at how. Look at how it just goes through human flesh. Seriously, what kind of Nightmare factory? Are you working? I'm convinced in? this is a lie. It's it, it was actually an iPhone factory. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny too is you told me this was an iPhone factory. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's your accent. That's, 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 that's realistic. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That's, that makes sense. At that point, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this is fake news and it's the this that's guy actually, did it to himself. That's actually uh, the point it in that screws all the little screws in. To, so. uh, uh, God. Uh, <laughs> enjoy your iPhones, people. So okay, so Have but then the, the, the arm breaks off. But like, how? Like what? Like what position was this guy standing in? Where was he? How did they? Yeah, I mean, like, like I can't even look at the photo for longer than ten seconds. I can't. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm so really. nauseous Thank right you. now, but I can't. Oh, that is like, so much better. The, <laughs> the I would think there was like like here's the deal. If at any point I am standing under 10, 12 inch spikes, motherfucker, I'm paying attention. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Like <sighs> I'm not just gonna go like hanging out. Like where are you gonna grab your break? Oh, I don't know. Under the spike lamp, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I mean, but we I spend my day under like wasn't. two, three ton vehicles. Yes, yes. Every day. Yeah, right, yeah. but are those two, three ton vehicles covered in spikes? Right. They Sometimes. probably are. <laughs> They're I mean, actually, they have more spikes than that machine Gadgets did. car? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, it's just seriously, I don't, there's so many cues. I'm impressed. My husband gets so mad at me when I'm mean to Alexa, because sometimes she doesn't understand me. And same thing with Siri. I have no patience for Alexa. Yeah, me either. I'm like, you have to listen to me right now. My husband always says the same thing you're, mm-hmm. you're about to say. Listen to that bitch and be nice to her because I, she is coming for you. <laughs> With my Google Home, do you know what I say to my Google Home? I say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband says when I'm mean to her because I will call her a bitch. I will do it. And she says it's not very nice. <laughs> but my husband will immediately right. say, Alexa, thank you. Oh, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you say like, good night, Google. I love you. <laughs> no, because that sounds fake. I do. Okay. I've asked my I'm Alexa to, be to read me a bedtime story sometimes. Aw, it's really adorable. And she actually has some that are really good. She has some that about robots. Yeah? Yeah. And you don't of take course that as she a does. sign, huh? Uh, of course she does. I live on I the bet, edge. I bet you she has a, I bet you if you ask her to tell her a scary story, there's going to be a story about a factory worker and some spikes. Oh, no. Just hanging out under the spike lamp, you know? It doesn't seem like a big deal. It was a dark and stormy mm. night in the porcelain factory. <laughs> porcelain factory. What a terrible... Terrible I design. Wanna, I still want to know exactly what they're doing with those spikes in the porcelain factory. Uh, I, I have so many cues. So hashtag never forget the porcelain factory. <laughs> I feel like this guy just had like a really bad like sex dungeon experience gone wrong. And then like when they were like, what happened? He was like, oh, it was work a porcelain, porcelain factory. Weirdest workers comp claim. Hashtag what's your kink? <laughs> Iron Maiden. Hashtag not that. Yeah. No, listen, I, no, just do whatever, whatever works for you. Uh, I'm not 
not joining you, but you know, whatever. I mean, that was a pretty serious injury, so yeah. I'm also not down. <laughs> right, like I try to be open minded, but I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iron yep. Maiden for the win. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Uh, oh my god, he's Iron Man. Oh my god, he is. Oh. He's now Iron Man. That's so sad. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <sighs> so uh, uh, the Dark Crystal which was the 80s movie from Jim Henson that your older brother is still freaking the fuck out about. <laughs> uh, he wasn't old enough. Uh, I, I wasn't. I am. All right. Uh, so anyway, there's a new Dark Crystal movie coming. I'm oh, sorry. No, sorry. Series. Give me Dark Crystal series coming out on Netflix. Dark, uh, Dark, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. I fucking love Netflix. They're, right? they're doing so much amazing they're shit right now. They're doing the Lord's work. They are doing they the are. Lord's work. No, they're listen, picking up a heavy barrel right now. Listen, they're prepared. Well, let's be real clear. They're preparing for their end times, okay? Disney streaming service is coming. Netflix knows it's coming, and it's doing everything it can to shore itself up. Will it survive? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, what's really funny is I, so I keep up with a bunch of business shit that nobody else cares about. Uh-huh. Uh, so one of I the care. things. Thank you. You're welcome. These people do not. I'm here for you. Thank you. Hashtag Team Amanda. Yeah. Uh, so one of the big things that they're talking about here is that the problem with Netflix's current business model is that they're literally out of customers. Like everyone has, yeah, they, like they can't make any more money. We all have it already. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, and not just it. we. Like the planet. If you've got a stable internet connection that's not dial-up, you have Netflix, and they've already sold it to you. But the worst part is, is that I'll maybe maybe we're wrong though because I. Use my parents' Netflix account. That's true. Yeah, so yeah. they have more potential customers out there that are full fucking grown adults that have the potential to pay for their own Netflix accounts that are not doing it. Well, and, and there was a time when Netflix may have been able to double down and say, screw you, we're locking it down. They did, but instead they doubled down and said, screw you, we're making it bigger for you. Here, you can have five accounts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because because competition. Right. Uh, and getting getting froggy with them was it was just what their competitors were waiting for. <laughs> so uh, anyway. But they're so amazing. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, which is going to take place uh, a couple generations, they said before the events of the movie and which apparently they've been trying to make this for like 14 years oh yeah this has been languishing in development hell yeah netflix kind of saved it or development heaven because they've really had a lot of work to do because it takes a long time to develop those masks and those things i mean this is all digital but they they have to really work on the physical aspect of it before they can ever take it to production and i'm sure that they feel the pressure with this kind of story because it's coming from somebody's childhood oh yeah like it's like with sabrina or somebody's nightmare. I was terrified to watch that <laughs> because it was going to be awful. I just knew it because I grew up watching that show. Mm-hmm. Did Obviously, you like it? it's not, and it's amazing, but... I was going to say, because I, I enjoyed the Sabrina TV show, the reboot, and I, I'm like, bro, you just want Riverdale on this thing, man. Like, My I husband can't. refuses Ooh. to watch it. That's a good comparison. Yeah. It's a spinoff. And also... Yeah, it's a spinoff. And also, you watched Riverdale? No, I watched the previews uh, for Riverdale and was like, Mm-mm. I'm going to go ahead and just I throw my Archie. husband under the bus. He watched Riverdale. <laughs> I'm not knocking. You can watch it if you want. I'm saying that I grew up reading Archie Double Digests. All right. So like <laughs> back in the day and they had wacky adventures. And then I watched like a preview for the, uh, I watched a preview for Riverdale. I'm like, oh, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, I don't see Pop Tate anywhere. Uh, and I don't see his jalopy. I'm kind of, I think I'm out here. Mm-hmm. Although I do like the way Jughead looks. Do you? Yeah, I like Jughead's look. Yeah. That was mm. good. Anyway, so back to Dark Crystal here. Uh, they announced the, uh, uh, the the voice cast, and it is 
It's <coughs> damn insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, voicing the Gelflings, which are the cute little good guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. the I'm, adorable little. And like, you can see them in our wee. graphics package after you get past the horrific impaled human being. <laughs> yeah, um, keep, keep going. Yeah. Keep scrolling. It gets better. Oh, God. Uh, the Gelfling in- includes, characters include H- Helena Helena Barnum Carter, which uh, Bellatrix Lestrange. I love her so much. I'm going to go ahead and assume that she's the green one. Um, yeah, probably. I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, also going to assume Tim Burton's directing a... No. <laughs> no, but I'm no? a good guess. No, it only that has is a good Helena guess. Bonham That's like Carter. right up, it, everything that's he right does, up right? his alley. I right. love her so much. I would marry her. Aren't they not together anymore? I thought they no. weren't together anymore. No, they're not. That's been like longer. They still work together a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Harris Dickinson, Eddie Izzard, uh, oh, who's I love a him. phenomenal Excellent. stand-up comedian. Uh, Theo James, Toby Jones, Shazad Latif, who was awesome, and I'm trying to remember what Shazad is from. Gugu Mabatha Raw, which so apologies to whoever. I, I'm so sorry for the way I just mispronounced your you're name. Doing, you're doing great. Uh, Mark Strong and Alicia Vikander, and then on the the Skeksis. I didn't want to say that wrong, and I apologize. No, you the Skeksis and the Mystics, uh, which let's just call it the bad guys. It's not that simple, but let's call it the bad guys. <laughs> Include uh, Harvey Fierstein, uh, Firestein, Firestein. Sorry, Ralph Innocent, Jason Isaacs, Keegan Michael Key, who is uh, a big fan. I'm a big fan of. Uh, <laughs> He's a big fan of the show. Really? Oh, he God, watches. Wow. He listened? No, nah, him. Hey, That's amazing. Dude, him, hey, him and Elon. Uh, Oliver <laughs> Dario Olofsson, which is, I think he's from Game of Thrones, right? I believe so. Yeah. And my man, Simon Pegg. Yeah. Uh, is on there. And then, and then, of course, the, the piece of the resistance is uh, my man, Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. really? Oh. Oh. Well, we got to watch it now. In fairness, he's in everything. Mm. He is. Yeah. But he's, he doesn't listen. He, he's voice actor wise. He's, but he's picky. Because he's Mark F. and Hamill. Right. But he's in everything, like video games, all the things. He's Because he's things. Mark F. and Hamill. He, mm-hmm. Because he can. He can be at yeah. five places at once and he can record it all. Absolutely. When, when you're the ultimate Jedi Master. Gotta yeah. record it oh. all. Mark <laughs> Hamill. Uh, so, yeah, so that's going to be. This is I, I can't wait for a trailer on this one. The CGI looks incredible. They did a it looks like they did a really, really strong does. mix of the live action with the CGI. It looks like they blended that really well. Netflix does not does not skimp when it comes to budget. So um, it really looks like they put a lot of thought into it. And like I was saying earlier, they a lot of the physical pieces that they had to do, like they really put a lot of work into that, which I really like. Yeah. Yes. They even made costumes. They didn't have to. Right. They just can. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they have they're the gonna, money. Because they want to do it right. Right. I love that. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's uh, that's what's going on with ne- the, the Dark Crystal. So, as soon as we Ooh. get a trailer, we'll let you know. Because I'm very much looking forward to seeing how that goes. Uh, and I got to tell you, too, if you haven't seen the movie, the movie actually holds up decently for an 80s for an 80s flick. I need uh, to watch uh, it. Really? It's, yeah. It's, oh, it's good. I, mean, I haven't any seen of those, it. A lot of the practical effects stuff still manages to hold up. I mean, look, it's going to look a lot like Fraggle Rock, you know, like with that kind right. of level. So, don't... Don't expect, you know. To be expected. Yeah, don't, don't expect that level. But, I mean, still, it really does. The, but the, you can expect a dance your cares away. Absolutely. Uh, well, not in, not, in, not in the Dark Crystal. No, no, no. Not in, no, in front no. of rock. Right, because it's actually really depressing in, in the Dark Crystal. <laughs> very very uh, It's actually a very sad thing. Right, kind of tragic. There's know. no jokes about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, uh, a bunch of Silicon Valley is, there's a, a growing census, uh, they have said, that Silicon Valley is basically gonna, going anti-tech as it relates to children. Um, I have so, a lot to say about this. Yeah, I think everyone does, and I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to actually kind of keep this at a high level. You have to rein us in. Because I, we're going to do, I'm going to prefer to do a full episode on this than to do it, uh, than to really kind of Well, there's a lot to now. be said. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so you want to you wanna give your, your hot take there? Your fuego take? Yeah. Like to say here? I, 
I actually did a lot of reading on this this afternoon. Um, and while a lot of it makes sense, I also think that t technology is such a progressive thing. Um, and, and it's an important thing to keep in our lives. Um, so I, I definitely think taking it out of a kid's life um, detriments, is, it's a detriment to them. But I do agree with um, so, some social media stuff, like not have, not letting them have social media until they're a teenager, not letting them have a phone until they're a certain age, um, stuff like that. Because I, I do kind of think that there, there is an addiction aspect to it. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and the addiction aspect can lead further into other addictions. And I definitely think it's like the gateway, like how people used to think like pot was the gateway drug. I kind of think that... It is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, God. Uh, LOL. <laughs> Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 I lost three friends to, to wheat now. To wheat. I don't know. I legitimately think that this can be, that technology can be dangerous. Like, oh, absolutely. I regularly look at my FaceTime um, or whatever, screen time, screen time. Um, on yeah. my on my Apple iPhone. Um, I love that feature and I am regularly way above the average. I mm -hmm. am, I'm always staring at my phone and some of that's like a nervous tick. Like when you're like in a room full of people and you're an introvert, like you get kind of nervous like me. You're just like, and so, <laughs> yeah, I did not look at people in the face and I just look at them through my phone on a camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. I never thought of that. <laughs> just like holding the worst your, part and the funniest part is I actually do that. <laughs> no, that's good. I assumed you were telling the truth and I was actually kind of impressed. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, because people are awkward to look at. So if you just want to like look at them but not look at them like just look at the, the camera <laughs> i'm, I'm a hardcore weird. extrovert so I'm like hey what are you taking a picture of like i don't really know that. <laughs> you i'll try to take a selfie with you be like i don't know you but can i get in your picture <laughs> i love that yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so funny yeah, uh, but like, like call back there for you i'm on my phone a lot and i think that if i was younger and was like had more of like restraints on me i probably uh -huh. would never have had a myspace i would probably have waited a lot longer to have a facebook i i think that there's just my, a lot of different things my five-year-old asked me yesterday daddy can i have a phone nope and i said <laughs> hard no, <laughs> no. <laughs> did you laugh please, uh, please tell kind me of laughed yeah That's i try so not funny. to laugh too much directly at him because i don't want to mock him more right. than when, he, when he's aware of it i prefer to mock him when he can't tell right no i love uh, that but yeah no like so here's the thing so as a so as a parent uh, as an educator of about 15 years, here's what I can tell you. My, my, my real quick high-level uh, uh, thoughts here after having read through the article, um, I, I, I'm always distrustful of, of knee-jerk reactions to anything, particularly in childcare, because we tend to go off of whatever we read last and think that that's now gospel truth, <laughs> and that's not a, that's not a great plan. Anti-vaxxers. Um, uh, <laughs> LOL. So, um, <laughs> Flatterer. Uh, so here's what I'll tell you with it. It is, as so many other things are, going to depend on the kid, okay? So with my own kids, uh, I don't have a formal limit on screen time. I keep an eye on them. I keep an eye on what they're using it for. Uh, I actually stress to them that I want them to play the games and not watch the videos as much because the games require interaction on their part uh, rather than just kind of do whatever. Watching people unwrap sense. toys. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Like for I, knowing your personality, you seem like the kind of person that's more fluid in that instead of being super strict. Yes. I, well, and, and the thing is, when I got, my attitude on the thing has always been, they my three-year-old and my five-year-old both have their own iPads, which I know seems horrifying to a lot of people. But what I'm going to tell you is that yeah. the the they actually get the iPads when I want them to have the iPads. Those are my iPads 
that they have when I want them to have them. So you know when my kids get their iPads every single damn time? Saturday mornings. <laughs> Saturday mornings, those iPads are placed between their bedroom and my bedroom because I'm not getting up at 7.30 in the morning anymore. I get to get up and sleep in a bit because they'll grab their iPads and sit there and watch iPads for a little while. And I want to draw a real strong comparison between this and make it clear that our generation, my generation, mm-hmm. uh, grew up in front of the boob tube. Yeah, Saturday up, mornings we'd get up, grab a blanket and a pillow, sit on the floor. Saturday morning cartoons. And watch yeah. Saturday morning cartoons. And when that got over and the news Resets. came on, time for video games. Exactly. Yep. Well, and from and I would legitimately <laughs> for years got up at five thirty in the morning on a Saturday morning, started watching Spider Man, the Spider Man animated one that you have the memes about. Oh yeah. I watched it. Uh, <laughs> unironic, unironically, because I was I'm like, I'm so sorry. Four. Uh, so, but I I watched that from five thirty in the morning until about eleven thirty. In, in the morning, mm-hmm. every single Saturday morning, without fail, mm-hmm. and those were not those were not educational cartoons. Those were thirty minutes cart. Those were thirty minute commercials. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, horrified mm-hmm. commercials. They were and they're terrible, by the way. Don't go back and watch your old favorite cartoons. Don't do it. They're mostly garbage. Uh, Tailspin holds up though. It does. A lot of the Disney stuff holds up. Yeah, but a lot of your the but he man actually had stories. Yes, but he man GI Joe. Uh, yeah, don't do it. Oh. Turtle. He man absolutely does not hold up. It's pretty no. awful. But anyway, but, but my, so fun. But mm-hmm. my point here is that I have how I worked with other As kids. As she stares at her phone. When I, I'm trying to find Liz's mom's joke. Okay, uh, it's not. There's a joke involved. It's worth it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There is, however, I do, however, keep an eye on what, what I look for. What I would encourage other parents to look for is what happens when you take them away. Yeah. That's how you know. What, how you, how you need to address technology with your kid. That's so, a very good point. Um, when I, so what I'll tell my kids is, and I, I, whenever I feel like it, and I don't do it at a normal time, I do it whenever I, so sometimes I'll do it at, at 8 30, 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Sometimes I'll let them watch it till 10 30, whatever, depends That's on what awesome. I'm doing. And what I'll do is I'll give them, I will give them a, a five minute warning because one of the things, mm-hmm. if you grew up with this technology with video games and TV shows, when your parent, I remember my mom, I'd be in the middle of an original Nintendo game and my mom would be like, shut it off. And the thing is, I have spent an hour and a half trying to get to where I'm at. There is time invested. You, and I can't go back. Like, you, I need there was five no minutes. Save. There was no save back Only in the day. Only in a couple games. Only in a couple games. Link Zelda was one of the f- right. first, I believe, that had like, a save. I yeah. need a couple minutes. Let me finish the damn game. So I'm now much more cognizant of my own kids, and I'll tell them, like, you got five minutes, mm-hmm. you got two minutes, you got one minute, turn it off. I kind of think that's where my anxiety stems from, is, like, my mom's taking out my Nintendo from my do, hands. Do you absolutely. Know, and being you know, like, this isn't yours anymore, you're done. And I'm like, holy, f- I just lost my place in Pokemon. Yeah. Do you know where my anxiety stems from? When Sonic's under the water and he's running out of breath and the music gets really fast, that's where my anxiety stems from. <laughs> or Donkey Kong is right falling there. and you don't know where you can save him and, and all of a sudden it's not in your hands anymore and you don't have any control. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, poor Donkey Kong. Uh, the poor, listen, he started it. He did. Anyway, um, but then I'll watch and see how my kids react and I'll change the times and I'll change and watch how my kids react. At this point, both my three and my five year old will put it down and go play with something else. Uh, and actually, if I don't do anything with him, by about 10 o'clock or so, one of my children will put down the iPad, look at my other child, and just tackle him. <laughs> uh, yes. That'll be how I tie, That's how yes. I bet time comes to an end in the mornings if I don't stop it. And they'll end up, children, especially young boys, will move in like a little ball, you know, like the cartoons, where it'd be just like the cloud like of Sonic. smoke. With, with the, like, like arms and feet. Right, arms and feet like, and yeah. bam and pow coming out. And they just yeah. kind of, and so they'll move by wrestle uh, from one spot to another. And so I'll, you know, now that's my kids. I have seen other kids, though, that after about 10 minutes, you'll watch like literally the muscles in their jaws will relax 
and they'll go slack-jawed. Like, literal, they'll go slack-jawed. Mm-hmm. And even, and whenever you take it away from them, they turn like, 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 like Bilbo with the ring. Like, mine! You know? Yeah, like, uh, I just watched that recently, mm-hmm. like, yesterday, and that was terrifying. It scares the shit yeah. out of you. Uh, what, like, Lord, Lord of the Rings, or like, a child getting his iPad <laughs> taken away? <laughs> Both. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the kid was watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the scariest part is, so I don't up. have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just giving iPads. Was it? <laughs> I was just sitting in the park like normal. Anyway, so uh, and if you if you if you got a kid who who does that, who gets more slack, who does like you can see the physical signs. You see the eyes glaze over. You'll see the jaw muscles literally relax and go slack jaw. You've seen it a bunch of times. And those kids need more structure. They need less screen time. They need to keep an eye on it. Yeah. And so I would use that as your very simple ballpark. Coming from a guy who there's not a whole lot of places I can say this. I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. No technology. Masters in education, fifteen years worth of twenty, fifteen, twenty long ass time working with kids. Uh, uh, it's <laughs> this. I can tell you for a fact that this is a good starting point. Yeah. It's not the whole story, and we'll do a full piece on it. I have a question it. for you, though. Sure. What did you guys think about? Because um, I, I did read a portion about a no phone policy for nannies. What did you guys think about that? They like they would actually. There's some people that make their kids make their nannies sign a no phone policy. So here's the thing. Meaning what? That the nannies can't give the kids the phones. No, that, that the, the nannies, nannies can't, can't have, have a, phone. a phone or have a phone out. Here's the thing. Here's uh, what if the kids? I'm really curious what you guys think. And I need to call right. an ambulance. Then like, my phone is like 90 million feet away from you, and yeah, you don't know is, what to do. This is an obvious safety issue. Right. Well, and here's the thing too. Because like, what are you going to do? Pick up the landline and dial 911? Oh People wait, have they don't landlines. Have one. <laughs> well, and what they'll typically say for that, and from a practical standpoint, is your phone's not allowed to be out while the kids are around, in case unless it's of an emergency or they're at nap time or whatever. Right. They want they're paying you to be there, and they want you to be fully engaged. Blah 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 blah. Here's the deal: if you've got a good nanny. That good nanny can stay fully engaged and still operate a cell phone, right. just in the same way yep. that I can parent and still have my cell phone. Right. Now, I will tell you that during dinner time, I take because uh, I take dinner time real serious. It's one of my leftover pieces for my phone. So during dinner time, my phone, I make it a point to take my phone out of my pocket and put it away from the table where the kids can see me do it because I want them to understand that there are times that this is not appropriate yep. time for phone. I'm engaged with you. Right. But look. If you're a nanny who's had a long day and you're sick and you're still trying to take care of the kids because you don't want to leave them in a lurch and you need to pull out your phone and veg for a second while the kid's doing something to name to keep from strangling them, then take out your goddamn phone and check your Facebook. Seriously. They're going to be fine. When you as a parent never bring out your cell phone, congratulations. You have a cookie, but there's <laughs> right. I would rather somebody like take out their phone and spend ten or even five minutes, even two minutes, staring at their Facebook and then put it back away, than be standing there pulling their hair out, like exactly. driving themselves crazy because exactly. they are so bored. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Watching kids can be boring. Oh I my did god, it a lot. kids are so boring. <laughs> they are so goddamn boring. How the hell did we survive? Greatest gifts of our lives, phones? though. Yeah, well, absolutely. I was thinking about that. You know, well, I'll tell you that about times change. No, no, listen, I'll tell you exactly Lots what they did. Of drugs. No, no the, the, <laughs> they they would sit there. They would sit there with a magazine or a book in their hands. Yeah, and the nannies would flip through the books. Yeah, it's, they would I mean, turn on the TV and they read whatever. Some kind of distraction with another distraction. Or that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's really just the same thing as twenty years ago, guys. It's just different. And right? that's what I'm saying. And then if you put too much TV in front of a kid, that's bad. Right. You had to determine for yourself what was on, mm-hmm. but don't look for one size fits all. I think right. that's really the adapt it to what your to what your child needs is. Every family's different, and and every kid every kid is different. Now I can tell you there there's absolutely a certain point there where 
where it goes too far. And I know people like to complain so much about the thing. You know, you'll go past the thing like there's four people sitting at a restaurant at a booth at a restaurant. All four of them are staring at their phone, and everybody wants to freak out about that. But I'm going to tell you that depending upon how things are going, that they may actually be moment. a great moment for everyone right? to sit down and relax and not have to worry about impressing anyone else. And I can right? spend a couple minutes researching on my phone. You know, or the one that I... It is literally, it's my biggest pet peeve if, like, I am out, like, in a social situation and, and like, the conversation has died a little bit and there's really nothing super serious going on and then I take out my cell phone and then there's always, like, that one person in the group that, like, knocks your phone out of your hand or, like, makes some kind of comment. Like, boy, I sure am glad we're all spending so much quality time with each other. And it's just, like, don't yeah, be that guy. I'll don't be, be that guy. I'll be completely honest. Like, I'm normally just, that guy. Oh, don't be that guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so Phil but and I have this rule. Do something interesting instead. Phone stack. We do a phone stack. And if we want to look, look up something or find something on our phones or if there's something pertaining to the conversation that requires to have our phones in our hand, fine. There's no judgment. But like, if you're just staring at your phone mindlessly when you could be having a conversation with the other person. And I think it works better in a marriage than it does. Oh, like sure, sure, sure. I'm talking about I just agree. like in a group, I'm, I'm in all, a group I'm setting. Maybe in all a friendship group, it's a little bit different because yeah. you're just kind of like mindlessly hanging out. Right. But like in Can a marriage, I, I'm like, please talk to me. Yes. Don't start hating me. Can I tell you though? So, <laughs> so for me personally, don't me. I don't know. Cause you've been, how long you've you been married? About 13 years. Yeah. So congratulations. Well, thank you. So, and I've been, I've been it's about the same thing. here. And I think that there, there's also something to be said for the fact that like what my wife and I love to do after the kids go to bed and the house is quiet and we, we, I mean, we talk, my wife and I talk all the goddamn time. If you can imagine, I don't shut up. I don't shut up. Oh God. Uh, really? My mother, believe you. And, and, and my mother never shut up and my brother never shuts up and I never shut up. It's a thing with our whole family. I've been in the yeah. Sterling household with all of them before. It's weird. It's noise. You just, just, you just <laughs> get a drink. I honestly can't picture it. <laughs> so, but, but, uh, and my wife is normally not, not super talkative until she gets to know you. And then my wife talks about as much as I do. So there really comes a point by the time the kids are down we have nothing else to say to each other. I literally have told her everything about my day. Mm-hmm. There is no facet of my person that she is not aware of. You've so run we out will, of words. We will sit down and she'll hop on her phone and I'll turn on the TV and we will sit in a companionable silence for an hour and a half to two hours. And there's something to be said silence. I like that word. There's something it to is. be said for that. But when it's specifically, like you said earlier, when it comes to dinner, yes. like, oh, there's yeah. something to be said about having a meal together that's very intimate. Yes. And very personal, especially when you have kids. I don't have kids, but it's the same. I would imagine it's, it's even like the more equivalent of like when, when I was a kid growing up, like dinner time was like we all sat around the table and we took like if he has back, you know, this was the 90s. We took the phone off the hook. Mm hmm. Do you unplug it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, because nobody's calling. Yeah. Because we're fo- eating this dinner. Is family time. We're so, I think it's like the time. equivalent of like a phone stack of being like unplugging your phone. Absolutely. And you, do need, and you need that time. And I'm yeah. not suggesting otherwise. But, but like going to bed is different. I just play, I play a game. I play a game on my phone. Yeah, and I'm like, just... you don't exist anymore. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me put this pillow between I'm us. I'm crushing all the candy. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I'm in reading my book. I'm in bed. I'm reading my book. It's the last thing I do before I go to sleep. I mm. read the brief. And then right about that time when Jen's like, hey, honey. I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Get your own damn so, water. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I usually, I now have gotten, again, 13 years of marriage. When yeah. she goes to bed, I first look for her phone. Mm-hmm. And make sure it's in the room because I'm not gonna. I know if I lay down in the room that she doesn't have her phone, I'm the one who has to get up and go get it. Mm-hmm. A year and a half of marriage, and it's like, can you eat my phone? What about my water? Can you eat my water? Yeah, yeah. Can you also like cover my toes? My toes are cold. Can you use the plugs? No. That's actually the. Is that weird? Are, my are husband no is too in? sweet. My husband's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't deserve and him. And something tells me you take advantage a little bit. 
<laughs> at a year and a half. I like your style. It might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, at a year and a half, that's absolutely what happens. I yeah. was pretty sweet at a year and a half, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. At five years, I'm not getting my fucking phone brought to me, am I? <laughs> nope. That's nope. so sad. But, but it, it's so cold. But it, but, it, but at 13 years, he probably goes and gets the phone and throws it at you. Like, here. Yeah. Not like, like beans you with it. I mean, like, tosses it gently <laughs> towards you. Uh, anyway. So, but yeah. So, that's. It's not fair. So Silicon Valley, just keep this. Just don't lose your mind over this stuff in either direction, people. Uh, up next, we're on the back. We're the back end here. Uh, this is terrifying. You guys know how terrifying this is. Really? Somebody found an old board game and then they're going to play it, and then Robin Williams is going to pop out and go, "What year is it?" <laughs> Did, how did but you good news, we get Robin Williams back. <laughs> I was so excited when I thought you were like, "We get Robin Williams back." Robin Williams. No, at this point, you'd be the Rock. Yeah, right. We already have one of those. Fine. No arguments. I'll take. I'll take the Rock. Or Jack Black as a woman. Sure. Isn't that a thing? Can I tell you now? He did a great job. He did. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. He was. He you guys was don't even know how much I actually love that. Uh, so here's what happened. Uh, they found a Jumanji uh, four thousand year old board game carved into the stone of a cave in Azerbaijan. I love uh, it. So Azerbaijan, for those of you who are curious, uh, south, what is that? Southwestern, southwest west of Russia. No. Mm. Giving you a real, it's a, right in there in the, not quite the Middle East, a little north of the Middle East. It's in a place. Uh-huh. So. Got it. Uh, anyway, so there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of old caves. It's really cool. big thing. So they found this thing. So they've actually, here's the great part. How do they know it's a board game? Because they have right? found it before. Oh, they no have found way. this thing. Ooh, they even so have it's an, commercial. Yeah, it was actually there's an oh, someone very, must very, have had a monopoly on that. The cave game. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're about to get beat up. <laughs> oh no, the microphone's off. It was right there. Come on. <laughs> it was right there. Oh man, sorry. I'm embarrassed for you. Really? Okay. You know what? Now Liz's mom doesn't happen this week. <laughs> Oh, she just sent me a really uh, good Christmas joke. That's my favorite. Wait, I want to hear the Christmas joke. I can't. I can't stop it. Well, anyway. it's, it's a segment. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a, a segment. segment. We're not doing this as much. This is our Christmas Aww. episode. Oh, this is our Christmas episode. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy everybody. Hanukkah. If you're Jewish, that already happened. Uh, but it so did already you. happen. My boss is Jewish. We're late. My husband wished her Merry Christmas nine times at a Christmas party recently. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I was embarrassed for him. Uh, we walked out. I was like, she's not. She's not a Christian. She doesn't even celebrate like secular Christmas. She's Jewish. <laughs> he, he hit his head on a wall. Well, he you know what though? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If she never bothered to correct him, apparently, I mean, not bad to wish somebody a happy December 25th. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still pretty, pretty good with it. You know, I'm just saying if somebody wishes me a happy Hanukkah, I don't something like what the actual fuck is wrong. With <laughs> Thank you. Happy Hanukkah to you too, man. Let's um, move on. I'm not a Christian. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Jewish. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, I don't know. You're good. Uh, so anyway, so this game is actually called 57 holes is the closest name that we've determined for it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of that. fucking holes, man. Oh, I played that in college. Hi, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they've actually found the same. She game. lost. Nope. <laughs> or or one. one. Hashtag Team Amanda. Is it when, uh, you, when you lose? When you lose, you win. <laughs> so they found the same. When you win, they found you win. This, the same game in multiple locations, uh, and it's the same basic setup. Uh, and they, you know, up to the point where there are uh, the holes on. I think it's holes like 20, 30, and 
50 or something like that are all indicated or basically have an extra indication so that they represent some kind of a major point on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not really sure. Nobody's sure how it, how it was done because while the board game was written in stone, uh, nobody bothered to carve the instructions next to it. So um, <laughs> oh, the instructions were thrown away. Right, immediately. <laughs> they were crumpled up because that, they didn't make rock, any sense. That rock was immediately destroyed and just turned to rubble because nobody <laughs> well, gave so a many shit. people kept angrily pulling that rock out of the box <laughs> in the middle of the game that it probably just got dropped at one point and shattered. So, so the obvious and legitimate question is where were the other games found oh do we know no i should look that up i did i saw that to with a piece discussed at a that different is, time so they uh but what i think what, what i do think it really is interesting here for me as a as a board game nerd uh is is how little game mechanics have changed while we don't know exactly how this game was played it does look like they use basically some form of a of a roll and move so, yeah, there's tiles. It right. looks like so. Yeah, so or there's the equivalent of so you you would. Uh, by the way, if you look at the graphics package, uh, somebody else added the 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 black and white checkered <laughs> thing. The there. starting line uh, that actually that, looks like a ruler. I think uh, it's there for yeah. a reference. Ah, okay. I thought you should put a being, banana. I thought somebody's being funny. <laughs> banana for scale. <laughs> it's kind of like that picture that was supposed to be banana, on like Facebook. seven dollars. Of producer <laughs> Eli and his two brothers. It's a quote. Oh, yeah. You can't tell that they're Uh-oh. giants because there's no now. normal size human for scale. That, oh, there you go. That's yeah. true. So the so the pieces here that come through, they're uh, uh, it looks like some kind of you'll toss either sticks or stones or something else to indicate your movement. So basically dice, and then I your pieces. I wonder if you throw like move. a handful of it in the air, and like if it lands in a certain area, like that's how many things you get to move. Like sticks are five, and stones are one. And if like you throw a whole handful of sticks and stones in the air, and it lands in this circle, maybe. I mean, if it doesn't break. Your bones. I <laughs> oh, beat me to it. There you go. God, damn it. No. Really, Seriously, bro? Seriously, dude. Really? Damn it. Really? <laughs> now we're doing two Liz's moms. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> See, the difference, though, is without my mic on, everyone. Can yeah, we can still hear him. <laughs> You're so loud. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, super cool. 4,000 years old. That's um, awesome. And, and, and still, uh, all they made up was Caparchisi. I'm from a family of board gamers. Like, uh, we have a million board games. My husband runs a non- nerd nonprofit that uses a lot of bird board games. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. I love it. Well, if we ever figure out how to play 57 Holes, uh, we'll let you know. <laughs> I think I Liz. think we know how we probably shouldn't learn the rules though. Yeah, let's tell not. us all about it, Liz. No, I'm good. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and so that's gonna do it. Let's go ahead and talk about our Patreon segments. Of course, Patreon.com/slash. For Geek's Sake, where you can come and support us and show us that you love the show. Yeah. Just like our hero, Amanda Gershank. Yes. So uh, uh, how's those how's those ice caps coming? They look great. Good. Yeah, I'm Good slowly idea. freezing them back together. Great. Well, you want to know my method? No, don't share it. Oh. Is it I mean, can oh, you? She says yeah, I can share. Okay. I'm just peeing on them. They, the pee freezes. It's great. It's hard to argue. I thought she was just That's staring logic. at them. Not sure. I thought there was going to be some kind of like icy heart comment there or something. Icy stare. I was, just, I was so delightfully surprised <laughs> by the outcome of that. I, that. I can't even. The Adam Sandler-esque turn. That, that, that I've, never, I've never loved you more than in this moment. <laughs> it's basically Thanks. what's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, so first You're welcome, up, guys. Uh, for our Patreon segments, <laughs> we've got to talk about thejlmo.com. Thejlmo.com. The thejlmo. The. JLMode.com. Uh, uh, if you guys, if you guys didn't check out by the by uh, the uh, Quest of the Ages, then you're wrong. Uh, you can find the link on our on our for Geek Sake Facebook page. You can check it out. Uh, but I'm gonna actually come this time. I'm actually gonna toss it back to that uh, Brandon Sanderson novella. Uh, we'll have a link again. It'll be posted on the page. So I didn't. I read the excerpt, but I didn't get to read excerpt. That's the word we were trying to remember yes. before. Excerpt. Excerpt. Um, excerpt. What I say? There's a P in there. Excerpt. Excerpt. I mean, the P is uh, silent. Is it? If no, you want to say not. it, you can. Excerpt. Excerpt? 
Excerpt? Excerpt. Stop. Uh, <laughs> we're so thinking about we're gonna have, <laughs> We're going to have the link there. I'm really interested in going back and giving it a read. Uh, and I'm going to look up the word guys, excerpt. I, I want you guys to take a excerpt. report as well. Let me know what you think on the Facebook page, and we'll see uh, if everybody thought Sanderson did a decent job or not, if you're into that kind of deal. So, uh, And then, of course, check out thejlmo.com uh, for famous local artist JLMO and all of her work, including, of course... She's an artist? Yeah. She's a writer. It's a Fame. type of artist. Mm, she paints awesome. with words, bro. She, with words. She words are the perfect art. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you gonna? Are you gonna do it? Go ahead. This makes for great radio. <laughs> what, what is happening? What's She's gonna great. play it. So do it, do it. Okay, they put the P in there. Did you hear it? Yeah. yeah. Excerpt. Ec- Stop it. Excerpts. Excerpt. Yeah, that's so they put the P in there. She <laughs> doesn't know any better. They, they play it. <laughs> Wait, wait, what kind she's of phone ju- is that? She's just a robot. No, this was a YouTube. She didn't mean to. Oh. It was, you had to go it was YouTube a- to find that? I could kill plate in like 10 different languages. The point here is... Uh, are, we, are we just phone shaming now? Are we the just... McShane yeah. murder McMystery It's because he's a man and he can do that to women. The JLO. I, I really appreciate that you're just still going on the I, segment. We have the same phone. Complete assholes over here. <laughs> Uh, and besides, I think actually, if anything, Ivan's getting her back for her woman's planning to him about the plants. That's earlier. fair. Thank you. Fair. So, all right. So that's the jlmo.com. Don't listen to these people. Check out the jlmo.com <laughs> where you won't hear a bunch of other people interrupt me. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Or hear me at all, actually, which is maybe another bonus. Let's do Liz's mom. Liz's mom. Let's do it. Uh, so did I you love guys, your mom and I don't even know her. Did you guys know that Santa is actually Brazilian? Makes sense. Because, Why? Because all of my Christmas presents came from the Amazon this year. That's uh, uh, Patreon. Patreon.com. They're, they're not all winners. <laughs> That's, no. Last week's was way funnier. The Amazon is I a... I get it, but I'm scared. <laughs> so I'm going to just hide behind oh. my mic. It's <laughs> yeah. hiding. Patreon.com slash for geek's sake. She's usually um, on point. Yeah. She really is. And uh, this yeah. is uh, for it's our last. Cute. For it's our last, the holidays. It's busy. For our last yeah. Patreon segment. Yeah, we, have the this time. is the part where we just say hi to Kelly. Hey, Kelly. So. Hey, 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 Kelly. Hey. Hope you're having a great day. <laughs> we love you. Uh, all right. So let's do some shameless plugs. Do you want to you pl- shamelessly plug something there, Dan? As always, you can find me at EpicEventsOrlando.com for Woo! all your DJ service needs. And uh, if you haven't done it yet, check out the season of Doctor Who. It was pretty good. I've just been into the whole thing now that the uh, season up. finale came out. You know, you know that they, we're not getting another one next year? Yeah, no. Not until no 2020. What the hell are you people doing? We're also not getting a Christmas special. We're getting a New Year's special. <laughs> Lames off. That's... Unacceptable. Ah, uh, that is unacceptable. I'm I'm not even a Whovian, and I know that that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's unacceptable. I'm embarrassed for them. I have hard feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, yes. Would you like to shamelessly plug something? <laughs> Maybe it's your turn. Oh, it is my turn. Yeah, it is. Okay. You can. Have uh, this week I'm going to shamelessly plug uh, Blipshift again because they make awesome T-shirts. Hey, Woo! cool shirt, there bro. We go. Yeah. Nice. Cool shorts. Nice. Anyways, I dig it. That's all I got. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> um, God, I don't know. Can I shamelessly plug Dayquil this week? Yeah. Because. Are they paying you? Don't do it unless they pay you. I know, right? They really should. Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to shamelessly plug the Walgreens version of Dayquil because <laughs> who pays full price for name brand <laughs> pharmaceuticals? Am I right? Not wrong. You're not wrong. <sighs> all right. Great. Cool. Uh, I'm going to shamelessly plug two things. Can I do that? You can. Absolutely. I'll shamelessly plug like 17 things every episode. I'm going to shamelessly plug two things shamelessly. Hey. Nice. Here we go. Nice. 
All right, I'm going to shamelessly plug Hero Spark, my husband's nonprofit. <laughs> What's Hero Spark? Hero Spark. If you don't already know, because I'm sure you do, <laughs> I actually know. I happen to know that you guys know because I listen to this podcast. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sweet. My uh, husband runs, as an executive director, a nerd nonprofit called HeroSpark. It's a nonprofit that teaches kids how to learn through games and gaming, mostly role-playing games, not any video games or anything like that. Sorry for the video game world. <laughs> um, and it's an amazing nonprofit. I actually met him through this nonprofit. Um, oh, I didn't know that HeroSpark was your love no. story. Well, I volunteered for him. Um, he doesn't date all of his volunteers. I should, I should start by saying <laughs> Only that. most of them. <laughs> but I met him, fell in love with him, and then volunteered for him. Um, so I'm just going to preface it by saying well, that. That's how Al did it, too. Aww. That's true. Yeah. I met him. Fell in love, fell with, in love him. with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then volunteered. It's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Right. He's very he, charismatic. He did. He put me on his board, and I've just I've never fair. left. That's very fair. Um, so his nonprofit's amazing. Uh, Heroespark.com. Look him up. Um, and the other thing I want to shamelessly plug is my two best lady friends. Um, they have a, a um, podcast called There's No Place Like Tara. You've also heard of them if you've been listening There's to no this show. There's No Place Like Tara. What's no that place about? That's really familiar. Mm. Weird. Mm. <laughs> you mu- if you've been listening to the show for any extent of time, you've heard of that show. You definitely That's have. Right. And in um, fact, this week, they hit a very important episode, Al. What'd they hit? They did. The Lost City Part 2. Part 2. Ooh. That means next. Do you know after, what that means? Yeah. It means yeah. in two I'm, weeks, they start doing Atlantis. Yes, it does. And so um, Grace is very excited about that. Um, but these two women have been doing this podcast for so long and they work so hard and their Patreon account is um, on point. They always post. They're always on top of it. So they're really doing Don't do me a favor. Don't talk about the Patreon. Yeah, don't talk don't, about don't, how good the Patreon is. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, your Patreon account is awesome. This is great. Uh-huh. You're always doing great uh, things. Keep going. But <laughs> yeah, no, cool. like Tara. Fantastic. We should really check that out podcast out. Yeah, but look them up. They're on Facebook. <laughs> follow them on Twitter. Follow them on all the things that you can follow them on. They're amazing. And that's my that's my favorite. Right. I don't Yay. have anything to say about myself because I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not better than that. Strap in, people. I got several. Uh, so uh, let's see here. First, have you, is anybody, are you watching Titans? Anybody here watching not Titans? Yet. No. Here's the thing. So Titans is on the one I'm of the DCs. She-Ra. Uh, <laughs> She-Ra's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> We've already discussed not that. She-Ra, She-Ra is very good, and we need to do Did you guys know that I was actually like, She-Ra. she yeah. was modeled after me? That character? No. Oh. We've heard that. Yeah. We've oh, heard that. We're aware. Somewhere. Uh, so the, um, uh, uh, so uh, Titans is mm-hmm. the uh, DC streaming service series based on the Teen Titans, but only loosely. That's so uh, cool. It's like, it's like if, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't sure here because I'm a Teen Titans. Is, I'm a huge Teen Titans fan. I, the comics and the TV animated shows and I've even come around on Teen Titans Go, although it hurts my soul just a little bit when I watch it. Uh, so seeing this version of the Titans, I was like, I don't know, bro. I'm not sure about this. But I got to be honest with you, and I'm, I'm being serious here. This show keeps up with Marvel Netflix. That's awesome. Um, I don't know that it's going to take down... The you know the spots that I've got for like Luke Cage or Jessica Jones season one, but I mean season one only. Yeah, have you uh, seen the finale yet? What's that? Have you seen the finale yet? No, not yet. So um, don't talk about it. Have you no. seen what what happens in the finale? Nope, and I don't want to know. I'm about no, two episodes off, but it is actually it's actually really good. It has got some weak points again, like a Marvel Netflix series. It's got some notable weak points, uh, but overall that show is really good. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's worth paying for the DC service because you know, but uh, it's still really really worth checking out there if you have access to such a thing. Uh, I also I like it. 
I also want to uh, give a shout out to uh, There's actually a new YouTube series that my wife and I both uh, Really started to like from Screen Rant uh, It's called Pitch Meetings and they, uh, it's a pitch meeting for whatever movie and imagines what that pitch session sounded like. And it's actually one guy doing both parts. Uh, <laughs> and it goes that. back and forth really fast. And some of, them, some of them are hilarious. Some of them miss a bit. Oh, my God. You have to, do, you have to watch the one about Wild Wild West. I haven't seen that one. Are oh my god, that's means? the greatest one. The greatest As in, like, one. like the Will Smith Wild Wild Yes, West? yes. No way. <laughs> stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. All right, we're gonna kidnap the president. Okay. In the middle of the stop. desert. No, no, no. Stop. 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 I'm gonna go home and watch it. Giant metal spider. What is wife, it called? It's called Pitch Meeting. It's from Screen Rant on YouTube. Um, and they are they the guy did like. I this mean, plug has worked. I'm buying into it. <laughs> it's so very, very good. It awesome. is so funny. It is absolutely funny. Uh, uh, super easy. Barely an inconvenience. And just so good. So uh, I, would, I would suggest that you, you check that one out. So, um, and it. You're, you want to you you know what my plug is going to be coming up for? I'm going to oh give boy. you a little preview. Little preview. I, wanna, I, I know you guys will especially appreciate the oh book God, I'm reading now. Dresden Files again. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> What's more exciting? I actually wrapped up the Powder Maid trilogy, which was really good. Uh-huh. And there's a... There's more of the series that I'm not reading because I've switched over to basic economics. So <laughs> good for uh, you. Wait, You're like, trying to educate yourself. Yeah, it's a textbook. It is literally a textbook that was recommended to me. <laughs> this week on Dad Apps with Al. <laughs> that's right. I don't care. It's actually been pretty good, so I'm really Al, interested. Al, good wants, for you. Al once shamelessly plugged like an app that like like helped you like track your 401k funds or something. <laughs> no way, really. <laughs> No. I need some help. No. Uh, actually, Schwab. If you guys follow me on Facebook, I actually did post something on Facebook about that. A friend of mine mentioned uh, reti- entire retirement investments to me recently, and I was just like, my eyes were crossing. So I found this meme on Facebook that's like about tacos. The moment somebody <laughs> mentions investment funds to me, like all I can be like is like, how many tacos can I get with that? Is that like 500 tacos? I'll tag you in it. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. that. I happen to, so I'm not plugging it yet because I'm still, I'm still very early on. You want to see how the story plug. turns out? Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for it. Well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I heard there's a big twist at the end. <laughs> Here's the thing. It, the according, according to Kindle, uh, it will take me approximately 15 hours to get through this thing. Uh, and I got it. I bet you should say you should do 12. I know. I'm, I look at that. I look at that similar to the way I look at the GPS and wow. says, you're 28 minutes away. I'm like, bitch, I am not. Dare uh, me. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm 35 minutes away. <laughs> see, but, see, but this, is, this is the difference between me and Alice because Alice literally just started reading a textbook about economics and I just started reading the sixth book in the Mortal Instruments series, which is a teen fantasy fiction series. So he's probably doing better than me. Mm-hmm. There, <laughs> I'm do not make just that watching a, do Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I, can I tell you, I'm going to stop right now for a very special, <laughs> a very special conversation. I want I have. Hmm. I want to talk about about ways. Uh, okay. <laughs> about ways for quick. Okay. Cool. Ways because, I buy into it. Um, so ways uh, for those who are not familiar mm-hmm. is a uh, as a GPS uh, app uh, owned by Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started like purchased got purchased by Google. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you can eat little candies. You can you can eat little candies. It also is great for identifying. Usually you use ways as opposed to Google Maps, which does a fine job. But what ways is really good at is saying like. Yo, 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 cut through the neighborhood. You'll cut like 20 minutes off your trip. Don't go that way. Yeah, nah, don't go that way. Nah. No, no, looks at, no, nah, no, no. Go turn here, nah, turn here. Man. Like, so Waze is usually really good about that, right? But every once in a while, every once in a while, Waze, well, you'll be driving along and Waze will be like, turn here. Like, really? Yeah, 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 turn here. All right. So you turn there. And you go down and be like, Waze, what are we doing? Don't worry about it, man. Just keep going. All right. <laughs> and I'm like, check, you check. All of a sudden, you're doing like a dirty drug, drug deal. Well, seriously. Like, Waze is like, like, bro, this is definitely a crack house. Where the fuck am <laughs> well, I? Waze is like, like, roll down the window. Give that guy a toy. <laughs> <laughs> now, circle the block. Anyway. So is this Waze or Blaze? 
<laughs> so Waze, Waze will then pop up and be like, and then you go back and check her out. So be like, Waze, are you sure this is the way to go? And Waze like, yeah, 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 turn here. All right, let me tell you what fucking Waze did to me. Tell you what fucking Waze did to me. All right. <laughs> I had, I'm a trainer, so I had a classroom full of people waiting for me at 9 a.m. Cool. And it is hard to do that because I have two children who do not give a shit about what my obligations are. Uh-huh. So Welcome to kids. Um, right, so I dumped the kids out, and I was on track to be there at 9.03. Not great, but eh, I'll live. Time-ish. Um, I'm time-ish. Maybe right. the kids will, too. So the... <laughs> So then Waze, and so I go into, I pop into Waze, and Waze is like, yo, yo, turn here. And I'm like, oh, all right, Waze, okay. And so I'm following Waze. Waze takes my ass. I'm in Castleberry, for those of you in Central Florida. Waze takes my Castleberry-loving ass. Instead of going to Maitland, it takes me to Maitland through Winter Park. And I mean through... And I mean through rich bitch Winter Park, okay? Of course. I'm talking about the parts of Winter Park <laughs> where, like, at one point I came to a stop and I looked to my left and my honest-to-God words out loud were, is that one house? <laughs> <laughs> or is that four? <laughs> this is, like, because it just, it just kept going. Like, people who have the word villa, not ironically, on right. that fucking, like, mm-hmm. and it takes me, not only does it take me through Rich Bitch Winter Park, it takes me through there and puts me in a traffic jam. And then there's my 950 square foot whatever, right. and I'm like, why? Right. And why I'm like, my 467 square foot studio apartment. That's what like, why? I'm rolling through, I'm rolling through Rich Bitch Winter but Park in an 03 Tahoe with 400,000 miles on it. it I look like I'm ready to pull over and start mowing some guy's yard. Okay. <laughs> you look I, like you're about to take somebody's it, package off their front door. Seriously, man. Like <laughs> their mother-in-law suite's bigger than your house. <laughs> no joke. And I'm like, what in the hell are you doing to me? I got to, I got to work that day at 920. Oh. Why? And I am Hi, furious. Waze, Waze so, just wanted to humble you a little bit. All right, Waze, dude, if you're listening. Every once in a while, Waze does that shit. So w- respect to Waze for what it can do, but mm. don't don't See, Waze that. gives me anxiety because like I, I, I have all the alerts turned on if I ever use Waze, and so I'll be driving down the hallway, and it'll be like, caution, object in roadway. And I'm like, what's the object? <laughs> oh, no, I'm mute. It's you a crack pipe. All <laughs> alerts turned on. Turn the alerts off. Uh, yeah, my, Waze is not, none of my GPS apps are permitted to speak to me. None of them yeah. are permitted to speak to me. So <laughs> I bought a new me. car this the summer and my car has this like screen in the middle of it that syncs with Waze when I plug my phone in and imagine Waze being like an anxiety attack (laughs) on your phone Uh it's now a massive screen so it's Uh worse it's like now it's like this big red bubble in the middle of my car caution (laughs) something in the roadway and I'm like oh my god there's something in the road no (laughs) it's called another car (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh, I just wanted to share that with you that little PSA brought to you by Al Sterling uh, did I cover everything? We need I to think do? that's it. Right, I think that's, that's it, dude. It's gotta be. Has so, to be. Uh, special thank you to Amanda Zorschak for oh, taking you're very time welcome. for her philanthropic efforts at the North and South Poles. Philanthropic. <laughs> get it? Get it? Get it? Because her husband's name is Phil. No. no. You're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Team Amanda. That's right. Uh, that's gonna take care of us. Amanda, again, thank you so much. Uh, you're again, welcome. Uh, thank you to our, sing- uh, our senior uh, shadow puppet correspondent, uh, Sir Ivan Wysocki, for coming in and doing his thing on the ones and twos. Uh, Screw you too. Uh, Merry Christmas. I'll be nice. I'm sick. You're fine. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. (laughs) Uh, We're really glad to have you guys with us and hanging out. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas or whatever you celebrate. I don't really care. Uh, Winter solstice, Ramadan. This is going to come out before Christmas. I celebrate this dinosaur. We hope you have a This will be our last one before Christmas. Well, yeah, but you can't say that they had (laughs) because they haven't had yet. They're going to have. I need to be clear here. 
I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're clear on uh, that. Yeah. I hope you have a great mid to late December. Until next Happy time. Happy winter solstice, everyone. This is Al Sterling saying, one misses the days and one's biggest concern is exploding wind-up penguins.
Hey, folks, so right about now, you're supposed to be listening to the audio of me failing to make Balloon Spider-Man while producer Dan successfully makes Balloon Spider-Man. Turns out, doesn't make for great audio. You should check out the video on YouTube. We've got that set up just by itself. But instead, we're going to share with you a very interesting fact about Octopi. Go for it, Haley. My favorite fact about octopi is that the tentacles, which are actually called arms, have their own senses of memory. So if one arm knows how to, let's say, open a jar and that octopus gets into a fight or somehow loses that arm, that octopus may no longer be able to open a jar because the other arms don't know how to. So now what you need to wonder about, dear friends, is how the hell we decided to put this in there instead. Enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> 